0: Hello, I'm Jo Ope. Thank you for downloading this podcast from Teacher. Welcome to this month's episode of The Research Files. Today I'm speaking to Dr. Chris Harvey, Education and Outreach Officer at the Sleep and Circadian Neurosciences Institute at the University of Oxford. He's part of a team tracking 32,000 high school students in a year-long study to see if starting the school day later has an impact on student achievement levels. Dr. Harvey joins me now on the line from the UK. Welcome to the Research Files.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Can you explain just briefly then what we mean by circadian rhythm and its importance? I read that your colleague, Professor Russell Foster, has said that getting a teenager to start their school day at 7 o'clock is a bit like asking adults to start their work day at 5 (laughs) a.m.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So the circadian rhythm basically is your your biological rhythm. It's your biological clock. Um, So what the circadian rhythm does is make sure that all your systems are working in sync with each other, uh, but also working in sync with the external environment. Um, And what happens um, during adolescence, why they have such a hard time getting up, is this rhythm naturally delays. Now, what that means is that during adolescence, from the age of about 10 until about 21, is your biology uh, is more prone to falling asleep later in the evening and therefore getting up later. However, society often still demands that you have to work um, in a sort of 9 to 5 uh, window which means that adolescents are then often very sleep-deprived. Um, An issue with this is that we know sleep deprivation uh, leads to various um, illnesses um, in the long term, but in the short term will affect your mood, your ability to engage, um, and therefore your ability to learn. So it can have a really serious effect on education.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I mentioned there in the intro that you're part of a team tracking 32,000 high high school students. What's the aim of that? It's called a Teen Sleep Study, isn't
1: it? That's right. Yes. Yeah. So Teen Sleep is a large randomised controlled trial. Um, so we have two different interventions, um, and what we're looking at is in one arm to see if the layman school start time, starting lessons at 10 versus 9, if that improves academic performance in GCSE exams, um, and these are the set exams in the in the UK mm-hmm. uh, that people take when they are about 16. Um, but we're also looking at sleep education to see if teaching adolescents about good sleep practices, um, how to get sleep, how to maintain good sleep, how to um, deal with stress so that it doesn't interfere with your sleep, if that improves sleep and what effect that has on attainment, and also looking to see if these two interventions combined um, help uh, the effect. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, this is a year-long study. What will it actually involve, um, in terms of, you know, how, how will it work? The mechanics of that. What will you study, and what will you be looking for, and the information you'll collect, if you like.
1: Yeah. So the study—it's a really, really big study. So the, the um, delaying the school start time, um, schools will do that for a year, but the study itself will actually run over four years. Oh, right. and That's how long it'll take us to um, complete the full thing. Um, and so what we're, we're doing initially is piloting the education intervention, um, and then after that we'll be rolling it out across 100 schools um, in the UK. Uh, and what it will involve really is schools <clears throat> being randomised to different groups, one group doing the delayed start time, one group getting the education, one group getting both, and one group getting no intervention, so that we can really assess the effects. Um, uh, but we'll also be looking at... Um, other than the academic outcomes, we'll also looking at general health and well-being measures um, and also uh, sleep measures. And there's different ways that we're doing this. So um, a large part of it is survey data. Um, because of the numbers that we're including in the study, it's very difficult um, to look at anything other than questionnaire data. Um, so we'll be doing um, surveys three times a year uh, across the interventions, looking at um, general well-being, um, sleep um, circadian preference: whether people um, in the study tend to be more prone to being active in the evening or in the morning, um, and also sleepiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in a sub-sample of people in, in each school, um, we'll be using. We're working with a company called Jawbone, who um, make the Jawbone Up devices. And what these devices uh, measure is activity, uh, and from that we can look at the sleep-wake cycle. Uh, so, in a subsample sample of um, students in each school. Um, will be assessing their sleep-wake patterns in this more detailed way and also taking indices of stress reactivity by looking at heart rate and also looking at the circadian rhythm uh, And these people by measuring their temperature because temperature um, has a very distinct uh, circadian pattern so that day. Right for every day. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now this is a, a follow-up, isn't it, to a smaller trial that took place in Monk uh which is northeast England, I think, isn't it? Um, Can you tell our listeners a little bit about some of the findings from that trial?
1: So we got some really promising um, results from that trial. What we found was that the delay in the school start time did, in fact, increase uh, academic performance in the GCSE examinations, um, and that this increase was more pronounced in individuals who come from a deprived background, um, so who have a lower socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not really sure why that's the case. it may well just be because people who come from deprived backgrounds tend to have a lower baseline in terms of academic performance, and therefore it's sort of easier to write to raise that. Um, but overall, uh, the school improved. Um, and we'll also be looking at other things besides um, academic achievement in the schools. Um, we would also expect this to possibly have an impact on general health, so we would expect number of absences to to decrease, for example. Um and as sleep improves we would expect behavioural issues um to become less of a problem in the classroom. Um now these things weren't measured in the pilot study, but they will be measured in the big trial now and it could be that these things account for some of the improvement as well, um, as well as the improvement in sleep.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you're yet to start the research. I understand that starts uh, in, in September. Um, but what are some of the possible implications then of, of teen sleep for educators? I suppose at a very basic level, it could change completely the way that uh, schools open and close, the, the opening and closing times.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, there's some really interesting discussions to be had once we have the data um, at a policy level um, Is the way we're teaching appropriate Um and should we be teaching um, to suit the people that we're teaching rather than teaching to suit the people who are delivering the teaching? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, it's very well established that adolescents have this pattern in their biology. Um, and so it may be the case that we would perform better if we did let them um, sleep in a bit later and start their, their learning a bit later. And so, yeah, at that very basic level, that, that may be the change, but I think there are Um, really interesting discussions that we have around that because of course there's the counter-argument that by letting them start later um, you're not really preparing them for the real world Um, and so I think from this study there's going to have to be then follow-up studies to see how the people in the sample uh, who did get the delayed start time fare when they then go to university or into into working life Um, you know that's the thing with research is there's never just one study. <laughs> One study always raises 500 other questions.
0: That's true. Well, I'm sure there's lots of educators out there and teenagers who'd welcome an extra hour or two in bed on a school day. who mm. will be watching it with interest. Um, good luck with the study. Uh, thanks ever so much for taking the time to speak
1: to the Research Files. Not a problem. Thank you for having me.
0: For more information on the research discussed in this podcast... And to access other articles and videos, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au or join our community on social media via Facebook and Twitter.